Good evening. This is Sabrina Marie, host of the Building Abundance Success Series, our primetime mastermind that promotes empowered focus, decisive action, and inspired outcome. Our spotlight is on entrepreneurship and expanding your brand with my guest, Karen Calabrese. You've seen her featured on Oprah own as well as NBC's Today Show. She is a serial entrepreneur, the restaurateur from Five Star to Karen on the Go, as well as an inner beauty center. Today we're going to talk about branding and expanding your brand. To get in touch with Karen, go to her website, KarenRaw.com. That's K-A-R-Y-N-Raw.com. Fascinating stuff. Let's get to it. How was it when you first started your your journey? Well, you know, I started out, uh, like I said, my mother started me drinking vegetable juice, and then I kind of graduated to learning more about vegetarianism. And so I was a vegetarian for many years before I became a vegan. And when I went from from being a meat eater to a vegetarian, it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe how wonderful I feel. And then I went from being a vegetarian to vegan, and I thought, oh, is this what life is supposed to be like? And then I went from vegan to being a raw foodist, and it was like I could walk on water. <laughs> wow. This is the way God intended every animal on the planet to eat, raw. Now, you know, you don't necessarily go from A to Z overnight, and one of the ways I found that helped in getting me there was through detoxing my body. And I learned directly from Dr. Ann Wigmore, who was the lady that started the whole raw movement in our time. She used to come stay with me in my home and, I've got many pictures and recordings and videotapes of her and she and I together. And she was such an inspiration because at 87 years old, she could still do cartwheels. So wow. that's somebody I'm going to listen to. I couldn't do them at 12, you know, and she could do them at 87. So I was so impressed with her, and I found that she... By detoxing my body, my body automatically moved toward raw food. Now, I didn't go 100% raw right away, but I did find long stretches of time, and then, you know, Bizarro World would jump in, and I'd get, you know, caught up with being vegan cooked for a while, and it was back and forth. But now, you know, um, and I certainly don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable eating cooked food, vegan or vegetarian, or even just cooked food, but I certainly would like to plant the seed that is a direction that you would probably like to educate yourself more on, detox your body, and find your way toward it. I mean, anybody that would like to look at me, I have a website, uh, KarenRaw.com, and Karen is spelled K-A-R-Y-N-R-A-W, and I have a website, and there are many pictures of me on there, and at 63, people think I'm in my 40s, you know, uh, and I'm a I take an advanced uh, professional ballet class with girls 22 and under, and I really credit this to detoxing my body a minimum of four times a year. Even though I'm 99.9% raw, I still detox my body four times a year. I drive behind buses. I get my clothes dry cleaned. I'm taking in chemicals through my skin. I eat out at other restaurants that I'm sure aren't organic, and there's probably a little sugar or something getting in the sauce with the food I'm getting. So I detox my body four times a year. I have uh, stress-owning restaurants, and I haven't learned to handle that optimally like I'm working toward. And so I detox my body four times a year, and one of those, uh, the one for my birthday, is a a relatively long one and very intense. But my thinking is, 
you know, instead of being upset that another year has gone by, by the time I finish these 30 days, I'm so thrilled that I've reached the next age. So I'm actually 62. I'll be 63 April 20th. So March 20th, my 30 days of perfection start for healing my body for the birthday. And for me, this is the secret to life. This is the uh, holy grail. This is the fountain of youth, cleaning and detoxing your body and letting it help you to lead yourself toward raw foods. Humans are the only animals that voluntarily cook their food. No other animal on the planet cooks their food except our pets that we feed like us, and they're the canary in the mine. They get the exact same diseases we get. They get heart disease, obesity, arthritis, and cancer. Your lions and tigers in the jungle do not have pet meds delivered to the jungle like our <laughs> animals can to the home now and they don't get these degenerative diseases like humans because they're eating raw. So raw is the way we need enzymes. Uh, this is what you get when you eat raw foods and everybody eats raw but they primarily eat maybe, you know, orange juice in the morning and a uh, salad at night, so maybe 10% of the diet. And what I advocate to most of the people that come to me, great to be 100%, but, you know, if you're not ready, you don't have to put that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, make it so hard on yourself, you know. Just try incorporating more raw as you go along. Do a detox and see where it takes you, and then incorporate more raw, and then do another detox and incorporate more raw. And pretty soon, your body just doesn't feel right on cooked food. This is what's happened to me. So I had to do some cooked food when I opened up my third restaurant two months ago. And I can't tell you, exhaustion, a uh, little body smell, not B.O., but, you know, I could smell my body. Um, I put on six pounds and... Uh, I didn't look fat, but, you know, my body retains. The older you get, the more you retain. With raw mm-hmm. foods, my body doesn't change at all. Uh, and so I didn't have the uh, balance that I normally feel. I could just feel a huge difference. Couldn't wait to stop having to taste the food on the new restaurant and get back to my raw foods. And that didn't happen overnight, but by continuing to cleanse my body, this is where I ended up. In opening that restaurant, you opened your restaurant first, what I believe, in the 90s? My first raw food restaurant, yeah, the very first raw food restaurant to open up in our country was opened up in Atlanta, Georgia. Four guys from Morehouse College opened up the first one. I opened up a few months later, uh, Karen's Fresh Corner, and then uh, Giuliano, a dear friend of mine, opened up the third one six months later in um, San Francisco. Uh, it was so difficult. Uh, I didn't make any money the first six years. I totally supported the restaurant myself. Everybody thought I was totally out of my mind. Uh, I and I had... <laughs> And I had on the window, I was so optimistic, raw gourmet food. Nobody came in the door. I scraped that off and put good fresh food, and they started coming in. Wow. (laughs) It's just a little shift there. I took raw gourmet, and nobody came in. I put good fresh food, they came in the door. But I didn't make any money for years, but it was just so, you know, I didn't go into it to make money. I went into it to follow a passion, and I know part of your show is on, you know, economics, and I do believe that that's why I've been so successful, because it's following my passion and my dream, not out to make a lot of money, and the rest follows. Well, yes, because also, uh, I, I, I think that you're telling the truth, but also, another thing I believe, too, it came out of something in your life. And normally yes. when people have that um, lesson, that life lesson, and they've gone mm-hmm. through, they can go out and teach and have that anointing to, you know, bring others along with them. 
You know, I firmly agree with you because, like I always say to people, what I'm teaching you isn't what I learned from a book. It's from my life experience. And what I hope to give you is not to follow who I am, but to open up and find your own life experience because that's what will stick with you, not someone else's tables. You know, invariably somebody will come to me and go, well, you know, how many glasses of water should I have and how many grams of protein should I have? And How can someone else's body decide that for you? You have different, you experience everything differently every day, so you can't even need the same amount of water every day. You can't need, uh, need the same amount of everything every day. We each need to get in touch with ourselves and find out what we need. And I truly believe that detoxing your body, at least I know my classes do that. People get over all of these different challenges, but what I feel people walk away with more and what I get the testimonials all about is they feel self-empowered and they fall in love with themselves again. And to me, that's what's important in this life's journey is being in love with yourself and listening to yourself and trusting that. But you got to get rid of the chemicals to get there. You know? you, you <laughs> because the chemicals yeah. can give you the wrong answers. Oh, yeah. And people don't understand that. One of your quotes is, if you don't care, take care of your body, the most magnificent machine you'll ever be given, where will you where live? You I say that everywhere, yes. Mm-hmm. And people, they put these chemicals, whether it be from the food. And next, I want to go to the skincare line and supplements because people don't understand what they're putting on their skin. You take that in. Well, like I said, you know, part of the reason I detox is because I get my clothes dry cleaned. And so my clothes, I know there are greener cleaners around, but I haven't been able to manage to do it. My husband takes the cleaning out, actually, so I let him handle that. But those are strong chemicals they're using in the dry cleaning. When you put your clothes on, those chemicals are assimilated through your skin. Your skin is the largest eliminative organ on the body and the largest absorption. It is an organ and it absorbs. So, you know, they have medications. They, they give you patchwork now. They put patches to absorb. So all of these chemicals that you're taking in, walking down the street, being riding, driving behind buses, all of these chemicals are directly being absorbed into your body. And I maintain that this liver, the kidneys, your bloodstream, they weren't meant to assimilate them. So they create an imbalance, and these imbalances are what's causing the destruction and the challenges that people are consistently faced with. So to that end, I created a line of makeup. And, uh, you know, one of the silliest things you don't even think about with chemical is nail polish remover. They use formaldehyde in that. Mm-hmm. So you're getting formaldehyde. In your skincare. you're getting parabens and, and, and minerals, uh, Pillars that can't be absorbed to the skin, you know, they can be absorbed but in a negative way. They aren't actually feeding your skin in any way. So when I would detox and cleanse and what I, you know, part of it is fasting for me and I always, you know, caution my clients, you know, you don't want to put any chemicals externally on your body, which means I'm an African-American woman and I straighten my hair. I can't straighten my hair during that time. I also color my hair. I've had gray hair since I was 17. I think there are beautiful women out there with gray hair, but, you know, I'm not perfect and I'm just not ready to wear gray hair yet. So I color my hair. I straighten my hair. And I realized that during fasting, I can't do these things. I have to go on Nasharal. So I had to come up with products that I could use during the strongest part of my cleansing. And then why not use them all the time? You know, another biggie that people do, antiperspirants, the worst thing you could do. You know, ladies, you're shaving under there, you're nicking yourself, and then you're spraying aluminum and all of those chemicals right into your lymph nodes. Well, that's right by your breast. To me, it's got to have some correlation with breast cancer. So what I've done, and all of these products are available on our website, 
I've created products that we can use that enhance the healing process and enhance you externally, you know, if that's what you need. And um, they don't take away. They're not taking away. They're not putting you in the deficit to be beautiful. Because, you know, some people always say, oh, you don't need makeup. No, I don't need it, but I like it. I'm a girly girl, you know. (laughs) No, you don't need to color your hair. Yeah, I want to do it. So, you know, I'm not ready to go the whole Birkenstock route. Not that I think there's anything wrong with it. I think there's beautiful women out there in all types, you know. But Mm -hmm. I'm my own particular type. And so this is what I want to do for me. So I came up with products that I would feel comfortable with and feel comfortable recommending to other women and men to use um, on a daily basis for their bodies. So we have uh, Karen's makeup line. I have Karen's... um, care vitamins and minerals. Uh, I'm real big on enzymes. Even though I'm 99.9% raw, I do enzymes. I do tons of enzymes every day. And they're a plant-based enzyme. Uh, and they were formulated with me, for me, by uh, Vince, uh, Victoris Kovinskas, who started the raw movement with Dr. Widmore. And I have a green meal shake, uh, something that people can have a raw meal, start their day off with every day and feel completely satisfied until about 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's everything your body needs. And uh, I have other things that I recommend throughout the class. You know, I have a whole line of products. So you know what I always say? I created everything for me. I just share it with everybody else. Wow. Um, I wanted to ask, in, in, in just what you're saying there, uh, the beauty, you know, we, you mm-hmm. know, people do all different types of things, coloring and you know, mm-hmm. straightening and this and that and the other thing. Um, do you feel that many of these chemicals that are in these products, either they do get stored in the organs, but do you think also speak to the imbalances that they can cause in these organs? Because oh, absolutely. I think every chemical that wasn't created by nature that you put on is contributing. You know, there's a very popular product uh, that black women use for evening the skin tones. Uh, it, we, we've seen direct correlation with women. It's got a quinine in it or something with fibroids. Yeah. Hydroquinone. Yeah. yeah. Fibroids. You know, the creation of fibroids in the system. Absolutely there's a correlation to all of these things. I'm just being very honest and saying I'm not ready to go around with Without them yet, you know, I, I, it's terrible the five inch heels I wear for, you know, the, five for my, <laughs> yeah, and I'm 63 for my hormones internally, but I'm just not ready to go there, you know, I'm, I'm a different type woman, and I also think that the way I go about it attracts a whole different group of people that wouldn't normally come to this whole venue of thinking and eating, you know? Right. I keep saying I'm bringing sex to veganism. I'm taking it away from the granola people and making it sexy. And there's nothing wrong with that, too, you know? And I'm basically a granola person in disguise. That is me in my heart. But, you know, I'm, um, I'm not your typical raw food person at all, you know? I, I'm just as comfortable with Gucci and Chanel as I am in jeans and a T-shirt. And I think there's a place for that, too. Just like, you know, my people, we come in all shapes and sizes and colors. And I think you don't have to be a specific type and adhere to one rule of thought to be a vegan and eat healthier. I mean, I'm not a true vegan. I wear leather. I don't wear fur coats, but I wear leather shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think we all have to find our comfort zone, and I don't preach perfection. I don't preach being a vegan Nazi or a raw food Nazi. I preach being finding a comfortable place for yourself, and that's something you can sustain. In the uh, vegan vegetarian diets, 
they claim of various deficiencies, but also when people cook food, they wind up with deficiencies because they're destroying the enzymes. Thank you. And can I tell you one of my favorite lines to use in my classes when people start raising their hand going, where am I getting my protein? Where am I getting my calcium? And I always say, well, when you're eating those burgers and fries, did you ask where you were getting your protein and calcium? Of course not. When they're in the other world, they don't ask where they're getting it. When they're in the bizarre, you know, sad diet world. But when they come to the healthy world, all the concerns come, am I getting enough? And and in reality, you know, excessive protein is one of the um, conditions of cancer. You know, so people are getting way too much unusable protein anyway. And I've never worried about protein and B12 and all the other things, although I do recommend for people who aren't drinking Rejuvalac or eating sauerkraut or fermented foods that they should probably do a B12 supplement if they're vegan, Mm -hmm. at least, you know, two or three times a month. Right. Yeah, because when you, anytime you put heat to to food, you're, you're killing Enzymes. You're destroying the enzymes, absolutely. And, and you uh, need enzymes for every metabolic purpose in your body. When they're gone, that's when you die. Every time you sit down to a cooked meal of food, your body uses up enzymes, so you're using up your life force at the table as opposed to adding to it. I'm sorry I interrupted you, but I'm very Oh, no, you're true. This. It's very true. I'm glad you <laughs> mentioned that because, um, you know, much of the, the, the sad diet, it's not just over-processed and a lot of lactose and meat, sugar. Sugar mm-hmm. causes cancer, and many people, when they well, don't want to change their diet, they're sugar addicts. They just they say, "Oh well, I don't buy any sugar, but it's already in the instant foods and processed." Well, it it's been proven that if you never pick up a donut or a, a candy bar, most people get 125 pounds of sugar a year just through the soups, the salad dressings, just through your regular regular foods because they put sugar in everything. Oh yeah, and. They put sugar in everything, and they know that that's part of the way to hook you to it because part of the human condition is needing salt, fat, and sugar, but not the processed kind. And it ages you so bad. It huh? ages It ages Absolutely. You. People don't see that. They, they put the beauty creams on and get the nip and tuck and this and that. And, you know, one of the things that drew me when I was in college to that I saw the skin of the people who were doing the raw diet and the vegan, and some Mm -hmm. vegetarians, and I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys that was teaching the class was in his 70s, and he he didn't even look like he was 50. (laughs) Well, I'm telling you, I'm 63, and people think I'm in my 40s. I believe it. I believe it, if that old. (laughs) I believe it. And, you know, I was wondering also, in your, your makeup line, uh, can you tell us a little bit about what that includes? Because I know all of us out there, women, we like to do a beauty beauty. Well, I have everything <laughs> from lipstick to eyeliner to um, to um, mascara to and our mascara actually has lecithin in it, and lecithin is one of the few things that grows hair and it grows the lashes. Uh, we have a mineral makeup, but it's true mineral without any uh, talc or anything added to it. We have foundation. We have uh, uh, shadows. We have we have everything that you could get in the bizarre makeup in our real makeup. We have nail polish. We have nail polish remover. I said lipsticks. Um, we have everything. Everything that you could want. We have in yeah. Oh, we even have a lip plumper with nutmeg and and. Um, and um, oh, what's the other thing in it? Nutmeg and cinnamon that plumps your lips naturally. I mean, everything that you could possibly want, I have for you. I didn't actually come up with all of this on my own. I hired a consultant who this was her specialty, and she helped me formulate these things. 
I wanted, in, your, in the last questions I asked you, I wanted to be a little bit more about entrepreneurship and how you as an entrepreneur, you said you grew from basically putting your, your heart, soul, and your, your money mm-hmm. into that restaurant. What have you learned along the way being a person, a woman of color at that, at that and also raw? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what have well, you learned? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you, um, you have to really be very focused and dedicated because being a woman and being a woman of color, uh, the business world doesn't tend to take you as seriously. Oh yeah, uh, initially. And I think that I had I've had to remain very dedicated and very focused and very close my ears to what anybody else thought about me, you know. Uh and um just listen to my own heart, and I'll tell you, uh, you know, uh, they recently just did a little piece on me on channel CBS here in Chicago, and it was on entrepreneurs, why would anybody open up a business in this economy? I just opened up a brand new 125-seat vegan restaurant, you know, in Chicago, and uh, it, it, people I think I'm a little nuts, but here's the deal. I am so strong in my belief that what I'm doing is right, that I'm helping people. And when they come on the news talking about the economy, I cover my ears and go, la, 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 because that's not a part of my reality. So, you know, opening up a raw food restaurant, I wasn't looking at anybody else's reality, too. So I think, and I think detoxing and cleansing my body has had a lot to do with that. I'm just very, I just really believe in myself. And I don't listen to naysayers or people who give me logic to tell me what I'm going to do isn't going to work. I listen to my gut. I listen to my instincts. And I feel very secure. And I've never uh, really taken out loans or gotten seed money. I've supported what I've done along the way. Uh, And I've just been very true to myself. And... uh, I don't know where I get that from necessarily. I don't know how it came about, but uh, God bless God because I've been given that uh, that little gene to just believe in myself. In January, uh, you opened uh, Karen on Green. That's what the new one I'm about? talking about. It's a 125-seat uh, vegan restaurant, primarily cooked, but we have some raw there also. My main thing, when I opened up my first cooked restaurant, the raw food people in Chicago screamed, although I'm the one that brought raw foods to Chicago, they screamed, oh, she's, you know, she's turning coat, she's uh, giving up on the raw food, and that's not it at all. What I'm doing is creating bridges. Right. You know, everybody isn't going to go from McDonald's to raw, but they will go to my cooked vegan restaurant where I have ribs and beans, greens, cornbread and rice and ice cream, not real ice cream, and chocolate pudding and, you know, German chocolate cake and all these chili and foods that people are used to. And that actually has done so well. Uh, you can't get a seat in there. There's an hour wait for that restaurant. It's a 50-seat restaurant. But we on uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you can't get a table in there uh, in less than an hour. It's so busy. So I decided to open up another place that was doing so well. And uh, I hadn't quite planned on going as large as I did, but I saw the space, fell in love with it, knew it was for me. And uh, your listeners can go to Karen's on Green and see how beautiful the restaurant is. And I would say it's probably one of the sexiest restaurants in the country. I was labeled, uh, they already wrote about it once, they said it's the most beautiful restaurant in Chicago. And I'm primarily taking veganism away from feeling like a granola experience to making it a sexy, hot, upscale place. 
and I'm looking for a totally different crowd, people who wouldn't normally go to a vegan restaurant, and we're getting them. I mean, we had the mayor's wife in there last week, and um, we're getting some movie stars, and Janet Jackson ordered from my cooked restaurant last week, and we had Jermaine Dupree in there a few weeks ago. I've had uh, Will Ferrell and Emma Thompson and the other cooked one, but this restaurant is Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And we have stuff like fried chicken and salmon and all these foods. Of course, none of it's the real animals. Right. And um, it's really, I've got a nine-foot waterfall and 20-foot ceilings. It's really, really beautiful. That's and gorgeous. so we had a woman in there a few weeks ago, she's someone who knew me, and she said, uh, she, I came over to the table and she says, you know, I'm just so shocked and upset with you, Karen. I said, what did I do? She says, you have white rice on this menu and everybody knows how bad white rice is for you. Well, if white rice is the worst thing she's had all week, God bless her, because, you know, I know what her diet's normally like. But anyway, I just said, well, you know, this restaurant is another bridge. And I said, if you want brown rice, you go to my cooked restaurant on Wells. And if you want sprouted rice, you go to my raw restaurant. So I've got stages for people to move through changing their life, which I think for me is what my vision is. I'm not trying to make everybody like me overnight. I'm trying to give people, I'm trying to extend a hand to help them find their best place to make the changes that they're comfortable with. What do you see for your future? Oh, well, I've already uh, done the handshake, a new lease for my next place is with attorneys. Wow. Already, with my attorney. <laughs> I'm opening up a uh, another restaurant in a, um, actually in a Leeds building, an all-green building, and uh, I'm putting in a cooking school, a vegan and a raw cooking school, a vegan cook, vegan raw cooking school. I'm putting in like a coffee shop, but it'll be a, a commissary because I want to put in kiosks all over the city with grab-and-go where people can go and get some of my cooked food or my raw food. And I'm putting in a vegan daycare center. I think wow. there's such a need for that. So I, and when I'm done with that, I'm sure I'll have my next idea. Wow, this is so, like, you know, that's the entrepreneurial spirit. You've always got something, you know, yeah. the, the next thing, you know? Yep, 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 yep. I'm always moving forward. Well, awesome. I'm so, so happy that you are a guest tonight. I was just, well, I couldn't wait for this interview because oh, I've, thank you, I've been, Sabrina Marie. No, I've embraced this uh, lifestyle and it, you know, just to hear about the different restaurants. I wish I was there to go, like, now. <laughs> Do you ever get to Chicago? Um, I haven't been in a while, but uh, this gives me a really good reason Would you to be please there. come and visit me and let me know ahead of time so I can carve out some time and you can make it to all the restaurants and I check it out and to. see what I'd we have going on here? I'd love to see the spa and all that. This sounds so... Oh. We well, yes, have a wellness spa also where we do colon therapy and oxygen bathing and lymph drainage and all these wonderful things. We have a store. And really, any of your listeners, if you come to town, you know, just come and tell me we're a listener of Sabrina Marie and we'll have something for you, you know? Awesome. awesome. 